Hello and welcome to episode three of the Hashtag Three Fever Point After podcast. My name is Alex Anderson. My normal co-host Jeff Harper out again this week, so I don't know where we found this guy. It's Daniel Brown going to be our co-host today. Dan, how's it going, man? Doing the off day, uh, talking with you guys, and uh, you know, just looking forward to another great week of, of football, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, this is the best time of the year. Absolutely. And uh, if you're watching this, then you may have got a little spoiler of who our, who our guest is. So let's bring him on. It's Southwood head coach Jesse Esters, and he even has a special guest right over his shoulder there. Coach, who do we got there? Tell me your name. It's Ava. <laughs> There you go. Well, we do appreciate you guys for joining us. Uh, the head coach of the 2-0 Southwood Cowboys. Uh, I, I should have I led off that way. Um, first time since 2006 the Cowboys have started 2-0. A lot of excitement at the ranch. And, Coach, uh, what's this week been like, you know, celebrating or, I mean, preparing with two wins under your belt already? Uh, it's, been, it's been pretty good. Um, our biggest challenge right now is to uh, stay consistent, <laughs> not – bless you um <laughs> not let the uh the two wins go to us uh a lot of people like to throw that in and throw it around <clears throat> oh y'all are two and no y'all are two and no but you don't want to focus on the two and no you want to keep focusing on the uh games ahead because uh we play a very tough carol team this weekend and uh have a, a difficult district schedule so you know, it's great to start off 2-0. Like I said, it, it hadn't been done in a while. But, you know, that's not our mission. Our mission is to have a successful season. You can't yeah. build your season off of 2-0. Absolutely. But but with that being said, I'm sure there's got to be um, – it's just got to be so gratifying for, for some of those kids, particularly those that have been there for a long time, to see some success. And even for you personally, to see that the stuff you guys are doing, it is working and success is coming. Yeah, um, the seniors, my senior class, I uh, spoke just to someone about my senior class. Uh, we have uh, 23 seniors, and of those 23 seniors, 16 of them are 3.0 or above students. And they've waited a long time to have the success. They've waited a long time to be able to tell someone that uh, they've, they've been successful. Guys who've graduated, you know, two and three years ahead of them, uh, now come back and say, "Man, we knew y'all were, we, you know, we knew y'all were different. We knew y'all were special." And so, um, that's good to see them get that. Um, of course, of course, as a coach, uh, we're trying to give them the idea and sell the idea to them that you have to press forward. You have to. Um, continue your success. 2-0 and is not going to get you into the playoffs. You know, uh, you have a whole season to go. Um, you know, the offense coordinator expressed on the day, you can go 2-8. and eight. You know, we've seen great beginnings with bad endings. Um, so, you know, that's that's something that we're – and this is, like I said, it's a great class. Um, good leadership in the senior class. we got guys who've played all four years and – for them to know what this feels like, that's that's good. That, you know, to know that we had a, a hand in bringing them something that they hadn't had in high school. 
Uh, I'll ask you one more question, then I'll, I'll let Daniel hop in with, with uh, whatever he has. But our first chance to interact with you was at the Battle on the Border a year ago. And I remember coming back from that press conference and saying, man, this this guy at Southwood, man, he, he is uh, he's fiery. He's a quote machine. He was I just had so much fun <laughs> chatting with you then. Uh, for you, though, uh, what was it like to, to take over a program th- that was struggling for, for so many years and, and tend to, to, to look at those kids in the eyes and tell them, hey, man, if you, if you follow our plan, you, you do what we say, this is going to work out. What was that challenge like when you first started? Um, <clears throat> I've been in this situation before. My first head coaching job was at Dale High, um, and Dale High off and on would, you know, had a uh, experienced some success and when I got here um, knowing that there was maybe some neglect maybe um, physically you're talking about guys who had a 5A program weren't very used to uh, structure in the weight room structure uh, uh, as far as being uh, focused on you know what what it takes to build a program and maintain that that success, so uh, you know I'm not I'm not new to it. I, I don't run away from work. I don't um, shy from those things that you know that a lot of people do run from. You know, some coaches can't coach everywhere, uh, and I'm fortunate to have guys who they don't fight coaching. They don't fight uh, uh, hard work. They they welcome it. And that's been that's been good because you can't go everywhere and, and you know have guys to say no, coach. I, we want to work hard, and this is the result from that. Um, you know they've they've been very faithful to what we've done. I've got guys who are seniors in their four years, in their four summers, um, have never taken a family vacation during the summer. Wow! Because they've been program guys. Um, I've had parents to call, hey, coach, man, uh, it'd be good if you let <laughs> my child go on this, this summer vacation. He doesn't want to go. <laughs> that says a lot about your program. Uh, you know, not about me. That says a lot about them and their dedication to what what's going on right now. Yeah, and Daniel, uh, you got anything for coach here? Yeah, just the word I uh, picked up on was structure. Uh, having kids willing to accept your type of structure that you want to institute, how important is it uh, for them to be willing to accept that? And is there a way to deliver um, the message that maybe players in the past uh, maybe not weren't willing to accept because they didn't know the results were going to be there? Um, what difference have you seen uh, from from these players willing to accept the structure that you're trying to and are instituting there at Southwood? Uh, well, first, let me let me. Let me stick a pin in something um i'm not perfect in anybody's stretch of anything and uh i'm an open book per se to them uh i let them know hey i have deficiencies i have um things that i need to work on also and to be i'm grateful for it because when the first time i mentioned that i said those words they said we understand um, you know, and I told them that uh, I've worked for everything that I've ever had, ever in life. I've worked um, 
everything I've ever gotten, I've worked. Uh, and the conversations that we have, uh, my mom used to say, hey, in church, what comes from the heart reaches the heart. And they understand that. They, when I, I, when I I have great kids, man. I can't, I can't tell you enough. Southwood gets a bad rap about a lot of things, um, but you'll never hear those same people go on um, Facebook Live or on the newscast or whatever and say, "Hey, did you know you have this caliber of child at this school that everybody says so many negative things about?" Um, <clears throat> but we do. And uh, it's awesome to see that no matter what time I've ever said workouts were, um, they've understood that. And I didn't have to have any smoke and mirrors. I didn't have to do any, uh, uh, you know, dangling carrots in front of them. And I, I didn't have to do all that. You tell them the truth and you show them their potential. Um and I guess to say, you know, you, you capture their imagination of how far they can go. And you make them imagine it and see it and realize that, hey, this may this may happen. You know, um, and be honest with them because a lot of coaches aren't honest. I must say that a lot of coaches are not honest. Um, but I've been nothing but honest with them about their potential. Um, any, any, any body that I've met within the last what five ten years who graduated from Southwood you know all I can tell them is I'm different I'm different to the tune of I really don't mind working uh you can't bypass the weight room uh, a lot of coaches sell them on the grass without the steel you can't do that um you know some places you know they do it how they do it um my kids in this program um, have bought into you ask them right now when they come out of the building they don't want to bypass the weight room because they've invested um, I asked them about you know we talked about the financial world people say hey uh, I invest in Walmart I invest in such and such and somebody may ask you hey what's in your investment portfolio um, football is the same way um, if you invest in your body, you're investing in your team, you're investing in the, those things that were set before you, those uh, structures, those uh, team rules, all of that. Those are things that you're investing into your team. And on a Friday night, you know, your portfolio is going to have to show. It's, it's not going to be up for, uh, you know, somebody to imagine. I wonder what they did. no. The game is going to ask you a straight-up question, and you're going to have to give a straight-up answer. Did you lift? Yes, we lift. Do you run? Did you condition? Yeah, we run and we condition. Um, now, of course, I say that I have great kids, but they're in their kids. They do things. They're, they're silly. They play. They talk. But do they love their team? They love it. They love, they love, and I have a great coaching staff, and they love the way the coaching staff interacts. They love our instructions. Um, are, are we perfect? No. But our kids love what we're doing. And, Coach, you, the, you say the game asks, do you lift? 
I'll ask you the same question. Do, do you lift? Because, I mean, I, you, you're looking pretty stout there, Coach. Man, since uh, we started, I have not, I've paid a gym membership to two gyms <laughs> and have not gone in uh, a month and a half, running up on two months. When I tell you my body feels, oh, it keeps asking me, why am I neglecting it? <laughs> uh, my wife is at she's at her her workout now. She's got a she's she's at the gym, but uh, poor me, I don't go. Um, I'm gonna start going back. I, I promise you, I, I look better. Okay, so <laughs> the game will hold your players accountable. We'll hold you accountable. We'll check back in with you, and and we'll we'll, we'll see uh, how that's going in a couple months. How's that sound? I'll be down a couple pounds, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I did want to ask another another personal question for you, yeah. just. Simply in the brief interactions that I've had with you, you always seem to have a smile on your face. You're, a lot of joy comes from you, or that's at least what I pick up. Where does that come from, and how do you keep a positive mindset seemingly all the time? Um, well, you ask some of the kids, they'll swear. Man, he, all he do is fuss, and he's so <laughs> mean. And But others will say, hey. That's just around every. That's when we had a team. You know, you got the whole team together. He's like that. Um, tell you a little bit about about where I come from. Uh, I'm from a little small nowhere, Tallulah. Uh, that was that is somewhere to me. And when I played high school football, somebody had to do that for me. You know, um, it it's, may sound crazy, but those those coaches that. Um, invested in me i wasn't the world's greatest player but uh my offensive line defensive line defensive he was just the same he was everything coach daly um he would make you feel like you could play in the nfl on that friday um you know and i was small but doing things for them getting them to see their worth getting them to see um why you're doing what you're doing um and usually yeah i have a i have a huge smile when i talk about them because um i know what i'm dealing with i i don't have a, a guess some coaches may wonder and it's a rock paper scissors thing with them talking about their kids i know what i have you know i i return uh 60 68, 69 uh, kids. I'm sorry. Uh, 42 honor students. I have uh, the majority of my kids have never been written up. Don't skip class, won't skip class. Um, I have a big freshman class of about 30. And um, they take, take it serious about instructing those freshmen hey go to class we don't play that um yeah it's a it's a joy it's a joy and and i've told my in the coaches meeting i said now let me let y'all know something i said when you see me mad and i'm i'm throwing stuff and i'm i'm fussing and i'm i'm saying little crazy words i say i'm gonna tell you the truth sometimes i'm making it up i said man <laughs> it, it's I, for real I can honestly say I don't have anything to fight to, to fuss about. Right. I don't. I got I I got uh, some of my varsity players out there right now working the uh, the junior high games, and they're in the stands 
clapping for the junior high guys. Um, they wanted to. We have five thirty practices. Tell me who's working, who's still practicing at five thirty a.m. and at seventh period until about four thirty five o'clock. Who is still practicing? I don't have nothing to fight about. I, I don't have nothing to fuss about. Yeah. Um, you know, I like I said, I I have the biggest joy when I'm talking about the young men who I coach. Um, you know, we have great kids, and I don't know what else I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Man, well, we love listening to you talk about your team. I feel like we could do this all day. We are going to let you go. I know you just got off of practice. Uh, Daniel, you got anything for Coach before we uh, let him go? Yeah, because I could talk about uh, my kids. Yeah, uh, I, n- nothing uh, really major, but just if I know you have your examples that you had um, from your playing days, is there anybody that you want your kids to look at that maybe have a, a brighter spotlight, whether in college or the pros, that uh, some lessons that they can pick up um, that you, you kind of reinforce to them as, as somebody, as an example, uh, that would be good to follow? I, uh, to be honest with you, I, I, it's crazy. It may sound crazy to some, but I, I, I always tell them to lift each other up and find their inspirations, even. Um, invest in them. They're investing in you, not out of uh, some sense of need, but some sense of want. Um I try to, I, and and I like I said, and I openly said, I'm not perfect. I have my faults and I have my problems, just like everybody else. But I try to live a uh, a positive Christian manhood in front of them. Um, and they have these same examples all around. All that I have a great, and when I tell you, I have a great coaching staff of men who walk a certain way and talk a certain way in front of them, with them, for them, that, you know, they can go anywhere and say, oh, yeah, um, you know, I had this influence. I had that influence. Um, We have guys who want to go into coaching because of the coaches that they have now. Um, You know, and that's no shade or no thing about anybody who was before, but as of this moment, 7.06 right now uh, at Southwood High School, you know, we're we're trying to live a good example in front of them so that they too can see, you know, something positive and, and one day be the same example that was, that was demonstrated in front of them. Well, Coach, uh, we could listen to you talk about your team all day. This has been awesome. Um, we, we definitely want to have you back on later in the season. So as long as you're Thank cool you. with that, we will have you back on. Hey, hopefully I'm still undefeated by the end, too. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's, and we hope for that, too. Uh, you guys host Carol at Lee Hedges Friday night, correct? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, you know we'll be there. And um, be sure to uh, check out Coach on the Sidelines if you go check out the 2-0 and Southwood Cowboys. Daniel and I are going to talk about some uh, high school football a little bit. But, Coach, we'll let you get inside. i let you enjoy the rest of your evening. You know, the mosquitoes are killing me, man. Mosquitoes <laughs> 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 are killing me. All right, man. Get back to it. Thank y'all for having me. We'll see you on Friday night, Coach. Thank you. All right. Appreciate it.
All right, Dan. Um, well, that interview went a, a little long in, in, a, in a good way, so we'll we'll, we'll be yeah. quick talking about the week ahead in in high school football and kind of the uh, the last week was not really anything too too crazy that we saw. A game of the week was exciting, and this one. This one coming up, we're going to Texas, Atlanta, Liberty, Ilo, two undefeated teams, two teams we don't get to see too often. Um, from your perspective, you get to go to all of these games. How excited are we for this one? Uh, very excited. Any time you get to go to Texarkana, um, I remember watching uh, Liberty, Ilo a couple of years ago play against Jefferson. Jefferson came out with that victory. Um, but this that was when Liberty Isla was just starting to get back from uh, some very down years where they, you know, went winless and, you know, had an incident where, you know, they fought a team at the end of the game. So Liberty Isla has definitely come a long way undefeated right now. And Atlanta, the Atlanta Rabbits, uh, a smaller school compared to Liberty Isla, but a team also undefeated. Uh, not much known from them, uh, from personal experience. It's been a, a several years since I've actually seen an Atlanta Rabbits football game. So I'm just looking forward to seeing the Rabbits and the Leopards go at it um, and finding out more about them. I'm going to be talking with their head coaches at some point later this week and, of course, on Friday night in our H&W Marine Power Sports Game of the Week. Shout out to sponsors uh, for that. And, uh, yeah, just like I said, looking forward to getting out into uh, Texarkana, maybe getting some Golden Chick or okay. you know, something on the way out there. That, you know, I'm, 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 a, I'm, a, I'm an everyman in the sense that you know I'm looking for a place to eat and, watching football at the same time so we'll see what happens there and i wonder you're so happy when you come back you get to get to try to, to sample all of the food spots and all your destinations i just you they gotta have the corn nuggets at golden chick though like if they don't have the corn nuggets then what, what, what are you doing okay we, we, yeah we got, right. so, we got problems bring me some back next time because the taco bell quesadilla <laughs> is about the best i do on a friday it's about the quickest <laughs> option i have on a friday night so um yeah. uh, a lot of games a, a lot of uh, interesting games coming up this week. I mean, we've got Minden at North Webster. Uh, that was that was kind of our secondary pick for game of the week. Two winless teams and against lower opponents in lower classifications, but I don't think that's to say they were lesser opponents, so to speak. I mean, uh, Parkway for for Minden, I know was their first game and then um, you had the you had Haynesville Homer was another winner in in, the, in one of those matchups with those two. So I think that's a matchup of two teams that we'll see have a lot more success later when we get into district. Um, obviously, Benton at Newman. We, we talked about that a lot last week. That That's exciting to see one of our local teams get a shot at, at Arch Manning and company. And Northwood hosting airline, the Falcons get another chance at a 5A opponent. Daniel, uh, we've talked so much about this Northwood team. Uh, what do you think here? Uh, the potential is there. I don't know much about uh, airline, but uh, from the brief time that I saw uh, Northwood, they just couldn't get out of their own way. Uh, they have the talent at every level of the football field, offensive line, defensive line, quarterback, wide receiver, defensive back. Uh, Marjavius Moss, of course, is the, their, their all-world player. It just depends on whether or not they can avoid their own mistakes. Uh, airline. You have a little bit more experience with them since you did the uh, the preview. Yeah. Uh, so it's just about staying out of their own way, and you know Northwood can compete with anybody in this state. Um, it's just about as the case is with most high school football teams. Uh, these are you know 15, 16, 17 year olds. Um, they're going to make mistakes. It's just about limiting those in critical situations and, and capitalizing on your opportunities when you get the chance to you know, put some points on the board or, or make a stop. 
Yeah, for sure. A couple other ones uh, j just before we go. One I'll be watching closely. Uh, again, it's I got buddies going head to head. We got Jess Curtis and Nanny hosting Houghton. Um, you know, this is a tough one for me to predict because you never pick against Manny, and I never pick against the Bucks. So, both unbeaten. Who knows, Daniel? Who knows? You were just at practice yesterday at, at Houghton practice for our Player of the Week. What do you think? Well, my money's on Peyton Polk uh, being a successful young man later yes. in life. Uh, he's our Griffin's Player of the Week. He's going to be an electrical engineer. Uh, don't know exactly what field uh, he's going to pursue uh, in terms of like an actual profession, but Peyton Polk is, is my guy. There's nothing wrong with being smart. Uh, and, no, 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 um, Ain't nothing wrong with being smart. Ain't nothing ain't wrong no with being smart. I've already, I've already sent me. some text messages. we got to get some shirts made. I mean, that is just... We need Griffin's yeah, uh, Player of the Week shirts. The tagline, ain't nothing wrong ain't with being nothing. smart. They need to get a football and a T-shirt. I love it. I that's love the it. idea. That's it. Look but, at this. Uh, but Manny, Manny's exciting. Um, you know, that's a, that's a when you say, to your point earlier, uh, a smaller program, just a smaller classification size. But Manny can compete with anybody as well. They uh, play a tough nose, um, run the ball down your throat, um, and hit you in the mouth on defense. And if if Tackett Curtis is going to be returning punts left and right, then what are they? <laughs> well, what can you can you stop them on special teams? Um, but Houghton, it's it's. I think the numbers are identical. Manny has like a roster size the size of most uh, you know six A's you know, schools in Texas. Yep. So they they're not going to um, be lacking uh, for the ability of players. Maybe more playing both ways. So maybe uh, depth and, and um, stamina towards the end of the fourth quarter maybe favors Houghton. But uh, when those first three, Manny's going to give everything that, that Houghton wants to handle. Um, Colin Reigns, if he's got uh, the ability to avoid some pressure, uh, they have some big guys up front for Manny. Uh, but if they can you know, control the clock, I'm going to be generic and say Houghton's because they're a bigger school, uh, can get the win. But they Houghton can't go down there expecting oh just because we're bigger and, and we got more um, position players that can you know take a break that we're going to come out on top. Manny is going to be a tough test, and I'm looking forward to seeing what that final score is going to say. And, and you mentioned Tackett's punt returns, and I laughed, you know, thinking to myself, well, yeah, he obviously had to have done that against like a one A team. No, it was against a five A school. So. Um, yeah. yeah, that's that's something to remember there. Um, okay, about to wrap up, but I did want to mention, I mean, I, I can't believe we've gone so long without talking about North DeSoto that scored over 70 points at Center Texas last week. Um, this Delafield kid, freshman quarterback, I, I think it might be safe to say he could be the real deal, Daniel. Uh, 70 points is a lot. It's a lot of points in a football game. Uh, in high Texas. school basketball teams are in Texas, yeah. High school basketball teams are scoring seventy points. Uh, little old football teams. Um, well, I will. I will and, give a shout out. I'll give a shout out to Joel at three one eight Sports. He did the research. North DeSoto's basketball team did not score that many points all year last season. There you go, yep. Joel. Um, good job. Like <laughs> it, it's 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 um, a different vibe around North DeSoto this year. I guess uh, they were disappointed with you know, how they started, but they finished strong and they can obviously continue that momentum and they're going more up tempo. Obviously if you're putting 70 points on the board. Uh, you're definitely not uh, letting the play clock run down to zero seconds. Like the Seahawks, uh, they were nah. the Broncos. <laughs> uh, messed up my own joke here, but you yeah. know, it, it's, it's, 
I will I will one day see North Minnesota later this year play a game, but um, I'm excited to see uh, Delafield uh, as that as that freshman quarterback um, slinging the rock. And I I mean the Delafields are just an athletic family. They they, they kill it in softball, baseball, and you know of course football now. So North Minnesota's uh, looking up. I can't imagine which matchup that you would watch North DeSoto play in a game of the week. Who in the world would they play against? I don't know. But I can tell you this week they're hosting. Week 10? (laughs) But this week they're hosting Loyola. And I I did want to mention about Loyola. I go to the Flyer game, right? Um, I get there. I left from, um, I was at Bird, no, Captain Shreve. And, man, my memory is really killing me. Who did Captain Shreve play last week, Daniel? Calvary. Uh, that was Thursday night. Football. So it was Bird and Huntington. <laughs> Woo! It's rough. Yeah. I was at Bird and Huntington hey. Friday night. They had a couple scores go by, so I'm like, okay, I'm good. I'm going to fly over to to get the end of the first half at uh, Loyola. They're playing Logansport. I get there. It's 30 to nothing Logansport. Um, Cooper DeFata takes him down the field, scores a late touchdown at the half, goes to the halftime 30 to 7. That game ended 42 to 40. Logansport hung mm-hmm. on. So. Loyola, they are a scrappy team. They did this a lot last year. They had a game against Red River and against Logansport last year, very similar, mm. where they were down big, came back late. So um, now if you go down 70, probably not going to be able to come back. But um, it'll be interesting <laughs> to see this matchup. Yeah. Uh, right, and we know Loyola players are going to willing to do anything for their head coach. So <laughs> we, if you <laughs> we watched did. our countdown to Friday Football Fever stories, Loyola's just going to run through a brick wall and then some. They'll eat the bricks and then, you know, <laughs> You know, have some more. Yeah, so uh, we love Coach Green there, and, and the players do too. So, uh, look, uh, that, that's that's a, a little uh, a small capsule of what we can expect on the, on Friday Football Fever. We also have the Soul Bowl, Green Oaks and BTW, a rare Saturday yeah. game for us. So, um, another I'm going to get there probably at the end of the third quarter because it starts at 5 and the show starts at 5, so I'm going to be trying to, you know, squeeze in through all that traffic to try and right. get that game. But, uh, yeah, Soul Bowl, shout out Soul Bowl. Yeah, you know they don't they don't think of us when they uh, make these schedules, which you know I think they should get over. You should realize that that's a good thing to do. Also, I did want to mention a, a matchup that we do like to talk about often: a little Arkansas, Louisiana, Haynesville Junction City. Haynesville played in Arkansas school last week too and got the win, so um, that'll be fun. I mean, we've got a lot of interesting matchups. This is this is a good week for us um, on the Fever, so um, we're excited. And Daniel, hey man, I would say you get a ten out of ten on your. Is this your first ever podcast? First ever podcast. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's an important moment in my life, and I'm glad that I was able to share with you now. <laughs> of course. Um, and I did want to give a pro tip to those kids watching at home, those um, hope, j- journalist hopefuls back there. Uh, Daniel actually took a picture of a wall we have in the newsroom there and then set that picture as his background on Zoom. So it looks like he is at the station in front of the wall there. It's, uh, if there's one thing that you learn in local news, it's that you got to work with the resources that you have yep. and uh, try and make the best of it. Well, Daniel, I'm happy we called the Audible today. We're, we're hoping Coach Harper gets well soon. And um, if not, we'll see you next week. All right. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening, watching. This has been the Hashtag 3 Fever Point After Podcast. We'll see you next Thursday for week four.